0: Welcome to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Elizabeth Modine and Hannah Morth as they discuss unique spiritual perspectives in each episode, diving deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and lightworker entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow.
1: there and welcome to the Into the Rabbit's Burrow podcast. My name is Hannah Morth
0: and I'm Elizabeth Modine
1: and we are so excited to be talking about some really exciting or really exciting topic today. Um, we are talking about fairy folklore and so we had this idea that because there's so many topics that delve into the realm of spirituality um, that are Not widely talked about, but really down the rabbit's burrow. We decided that one of us is going to research the topic thoroughly, and the other person who knows absolutely nothing about it is going to be told all about it within the podcast. So, not only are you guys going to be learning all about this topic, but I am as well. So, Elizabeth's going to be telling me all about this, uh, and I'm so excited to learn about fairy folklore because I think it's so interesting. And like, I think there's just so much to be said about it. So do you want to jump right in and tell me about it, Beth?
0: Yes. So I want to preface by saying I am by no means an expert whatsoever. Um, I've essentially just done a little bit of studying and gotten like a brief overview and realized very quickly that, this is a huge topic (laughs) like there's Mm -hmm. uh, like people could dedicate their entire lives and I'm sure there have been people that have done this um, to studying fairy folklore and the different legends and stories and origins and everything that falls within that topic Um, there's obviously people that know that topic very well Mm -hmm. So we will be attaching some resources just so people can do kind of their own digging. And if this strikes a chord with you, um, you know, maybe look into it and see where you can expand your mind a bit. I know that just kind of experiencing things myself, it has just been kind of uh, eye opening is the phrase that I would use.
1: I love that. I'm I'm ready for my eyes to be opened.
0: (laughs) So without further ado, I have my water here.
1: And I have my coffee.
0: Right. (laughs) Um so I just kinda want to begin by starting with what is a fairy. And in my mind, Hannah and I grew up in Wisconsin. Um I'm from German descent. so I don't I don't know if my heritage really plays into like my my like upbringing with like what fairies were to me but that's kind of where I come from is my background is German and the only really fairy culture that I knew about was Tinkerbell um, from Peter Pan and Essentially, that was it. I guess Fern Gully. I don't know if you ever saw that movie.
1: No, I never watched it, but I, I remember seeing the movie, like the actual movie at Family
0: Video. Mm-hmm. Super fun. It was about a little these little fairies that saved the rainforest. Um, but that was essentially it. Like I hadn't really spent any time like researching them or looking into them until... and I really decided um, to pursue this topic just because it wasn't something that ever surfaced on my radar. Come to find out that there is like tons and tons and tons of different kinds of fairies and that fairy is really just a word that describes this, this little spirit of a being and that there's so many different types of fairies and um it's it's amazing how each culture essentially around the world has their own adaptation of this which is what I thought was really interesting because like I said before I didn't even really know I knew that there had been mention of fairies kind of throughout our evolution of um being a human, I guess. You know, like mm-hmm. I remember being in high school and hearing about Shakespeare, um with Midsummer's Night Oh, Street. yeah. And there was fairies in that, and so I knew that it was something that had kind of been written into culture throughout the span of time. But it's really been something that has been discussed since like pre-Christian. And I had <laughs> No clue. So let me just kind of, um, kind of get into like what I thought was interesting about that. So like I said before, fairy is kind of an umbrella term. And the way that I think about it is the way that like people just kind of tag anything that goes bump in the night as like a coast, right? And mm-hmm. then that can be taken and broken up into tons of different categories and uh, types, you know, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So some of the characteristics that I thought were interesting were that they all kind of have human-like characteristics. And so each um, kind of section of cultures that I looked into had this, where they had, like, the resemblance of being a human, but weren't quite there. And so my mind, like, immediately goes to, and I take this for what it is, you know, I'm not saying that they're not real, and I'm not saying that they are real, because I have no freaking freedom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, to be honest, that it's, Incredibly uh, egotistical of somebody to to say to write off something completely because mm-hmm. at the end of the day we don't know right we don't know what we don't know but just it thinking about where these stories came from was something that I really connected with because that's really something that I connect to in my personal life is the storytelling yeah and. They are not said to be historically. These little beings are not said to be overly friendly, and they were kind of used in a way to discourage people from doing things like, from like causing havoc, essentially. With
1: like the fairies are watching
0: yes and I had no clue that this was a thing
1: oh man
0: <laughs> and so the the whole visual effect of a fairy you know you think about the way that um uh, that they're designed you know whether whether literally or you know within man's perception of them they're tiny and so they can hide very easily and. They're kind of, you know, they, they lean on characteristics of a human, but they're not quite, you know, they definitely still have that creature quality. So they definitely are a little bit like, could be a little spooky, if you, went <laughs> bumped into, you know, like, let's be honest. And at least it would scare me go into the Miller's mill after sunset, because that's when these little beings were using the mill.
1: And what were they doing in the mill
0: they were milling they they were milling their
1: <laughs> what do you mill, Corn? <laughs> wheat i think yeah sorry. <laughs> well they were billing hannah
0: yes. <laughs> i was like what does that <laughs> what does yeah, that mean Come on. um anyway sorry they were they were milling their they were milling their grains and so if you Supposedly, if you went into the the mill and you disturbed them, there was havoc that would befall upon you. And so you didn't do it. And it was like, a, it was a really serious, it was a serious thing to these villagers because so many of these, um, so many of these cultures are so steeped within superstition mm-hmm. and they take it very seriously. And uh, especially the one that one area that I found to be like most, maybe, like I said, I'm not an expert, but just from the research that I did do, Ireland, especially like, you didn't screw around with this stuff. And to a certain extent that is still a belief system today that these little, these little ethereal beings do exist and they're to be respected. And so that was kind of, An interesting aspect of them that I hadn't ever really discovered before. I thought that they, I remember that Tinkerbell kind of got pissed off. (laughs) Like, like would, um, didn't she like pull Wendy's hair at one point?
1: Yeah, I feel like it. I haven't seen that movie in a long time.
0: It's a good movie. Uh,
1: So I have a question for you. Yes, go. I feel like I've heard the term fae before, like F A E. I believe is that the same thing as a fairy, or is that something different? Do you know?
0: That is just another word to describe them.
1: Okay, and then I would assume like sprite would be like another one.
0: I think that's a specific.
1: Oh, that's a. Oh, okay.
0: See, this is what I mean. Is that and because of the different, because of the different cultures, obviously around the world, they all have their own adaptation of what a fairy is. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get like the term sprite. Um I'm trying to think of another one that we see in my notes, but I definitely have them. Um,
1: what an elemental were you on?
0: Elemental is one of them. A nymph is oh yeah. Yeah, from Greek mythology. Um a nymph was female and excuse my pronunciation, but it's it's spelled s-a-t-y-r-s um that's the male version
1: s-a-t-y-r-s
0: yeah and so it's from satires satires. (laughs) um but yeah and so there's there's a bunch of different kinds of them the, the ones that I found the most, and maybe this is just because I'm, I've always been so incredibly drawn to Ireland and to like anything Celtic roots. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing that I found most interesting was the, uh, the respect that this culture has for the fairies. And um, it, it, they have, it's almost like a, like a, um, a fear of them but it's in a way that is beautiful because fairies are very much attached to nature they're very much attached to Gaia mother earth and the different elements and and that's what an elemental is it's a fairy that is essentially attached to um water wind fire earth and can manifest magic that way and so they're they're good they're good little beings in that way, and they take care of things in, on an earth level, and in a way I think it's really beautiful that these cultures had such a like a revered respect for them because in in one article that I read they're so they're very attached to um, a type of a type of thorn bush. It's like one of their, essentially, they're like totems. And so um, there was a road that (laughs) needed to be widened. And the townspeople literally refused to do it for like 70 years because it came across and it intersected with this bush. (laughs) I'm not, this is what I mean.
1: This one bush.
0: Yes. And if you disturb these, if you disturb these bushes or these, it was a kind of tree. I believe it was like a rowan tree. Um, It was said to cause bad luck because you upset them. (laughs) And so nobody wanted to do it
1: because then they'd be stuck with the bad luck.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't want to, you know, disturb the natural way and so that was an aspect of fairy folklore that I thought was really beautiful uh, simply because it encouraged people to leave nature alone. Mm -hmm.
1: No I love that too that's it's beautiful.
0: So another thing that I learned was that there is special charms and medals that you can wear that will protect you from the fairies. (laughs) (laughs) So this was something that I hadn't obviously known about before, but um, they sometimes, and in a lot of cultures, caused harm to people. And so people felt the need to essentially arm themselves. And they would wear cold iron was one of them. Um, turning your clothes inside out was said to ward off fairies oh wow yes I know so there's all sorts of different um, ways to like discourage them from bothering you but the one that was like the surest way to essentially get them to leave you alone is to leave them alone Right. they were said to not like any interference from man um and if if man did interfere, it was said to bring harm upon you.
1: Wow, that's so interesting, just because the the movie portrayals that we see the fairies are like so sweet and like they're nice beings, <laughs> so it's so weird to hear that many cultures believe them not to be so nice
0: well, and I do. I do take all of this with a grain mm-hmm. of salt, too, because I think about the way that cultures portray people like me. That's mm. true. It's not, not done very well. <laughs> you know, people historically have not liked women and men that choose to walk, you know, aligned with a more metaphysical style of life. Mm-hmm. And so... I really, and I um, I have my own story to share with this. I'm just seeing if there's anything else that I wanted to share about um, fairy culture before I got to it. But I do think about that. You know, the fact that historically, people have not been kind in things differ from the norm. Mm. You know, it, it seems to be kind of cast into a negative light. And then... As history continues to unfold and as we continue to evolve our beliefs, then people are able to look back and say, like, damn, like, that person was cool as hell. Like, mm-hmm. she, she or he was really doing, you know, they were speaking their truth and they were rebelling against the bullshit that was, you know, their doctrine at the time. Uh, but that is, that, that in, in and of itself is something that interests me, too. find myself. Have you ever seen Drunk History?
1: Yes, I love Drunk History.
0: (laughs) I know, that's like such such a goofy way of learning about you know, world events.
1: But it's so much fun to learn about it that way.
0: It is. It is, and it's you know, something that it's enriched my life. (laughs) (laughs) But that's you know, that's kind of That's kind of how I I look at it is, you know, people are, these beings are regarded as being scary and taboo and they'll protect against them because they'll bring you bad luck and all sorts of, you know, superstition. Um, But in reality, you know, are they really like that? Or is that just man's perception? That's Mm -hmm.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if you think about it, It could have just been that they were peacefully living in an environment, and then humans came in, and you know started building and took over that environment. So they retaliated because they were upset that their homes were being taken away, and then they were seen as these mean creatures. But that's not necessarily the truth.
0: Exactly. Well, and we see this happen throughout history, played out time and time again, Mm -hmm. where uh, you know whether it be man. Or you know, white man <laughs> coming into a situation and being like, "Oh, I want this. You should just freely give this to me. And if you don't, like, you're a bad guy."
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, pretty much. When I think about it, when I was little, I didn't believe that ghosts were real because everybody told me that they weren't. Mm-hmm. And I suppose this is the exact same thing. I don't know. If, I don't know if fairies are real or not. I have no clue. But. I, I can't say definitively that they're not because I thought ghosts were, weren't real as well. So,
0: sure. yeah, and I think we just kind of as, as people can sometimes get trapped within that mindset of, mm-hmm. you know,
1: we're the only things that exist.
0: We're <laughs> yes. all is, that matters. That's the, that is the ever-pressing problem of man. <laughs> <laughs> so we're constantly having to fight our own selfishness. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway I have my own little story attached to this and uh, take it for what it is you guys like I said this this podcast really is about just exploring different perspectives and it's something that I've chosen to share and I'm, I'm going to share it so my friend and I were walking along and we were we were discussing metaphysical things, and it got fairies got brought up. And I, you know, I kind of was talking to her about it, and I said that I wasn't, you know, quite sure where I landed um, within my belief system of them, simply because I'd never looked into it myself. We were talking about it, and walking along, and there is a part of Wisconsin. And Hannah, I'm sure you know, uh, I'm sure you know what what this is. The Kettle Moraine National Forest. Mm -hmm. It's just beautiful. I I really can't think of any other part of Wisconsin uh, that compares to it. It's like, there's so many beautiful parts of Wisconsin, obviously. But I I have like a mass, a massive amount of pride (laughs) for being from the Midwest. But Kettle Moraine I don't know there's just something about the energy of that area that is so profoundly beautiful to me. and the sun was setting and we were walking along in this campground in the national forest and talking about these like metaphysical topics and just enjoying each other's company and it was just perfect and as we were discussing you know my my belief system on on this topic and Uh, you know, where I fell with it and where she fell with it, I started seeing these lights in the forest. And it started like out of the corner of my eye. And I was like thinking, I'm like, oh, I'm seeing fireflies, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's totally typical, (laughs) very normal to see on a summer night in Wisconsin. And so I didn't pay attention to it. And I kept seeing, but it was like showing up as like blue and then it would be pink and then it would be green. And I was like, well, I am losing my damn
2: mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing stuff and I'm looking over at her and she's not saying anything. And so I'm like, (laughs) you know what, Beth? Like, just cool it, you know, like chill it off a little bit you You've been in the sun all day <laughs> um, and just trying to essentially just i don't know i'm I'm a human at the end of the day, and so, in my own mind, I was like oh i can I can explain this. this is because of this, and so I'm not really saying anything, and the sun continues to set, and we were walking for what turned into one lap around the campground which was probably about a fourth of a mile turned into probably eight it it really like we we were originally going to go around once and then we just kept going around again and again and again and again <laughs> and uh, we were just so engrossed in each other's conversation and it was just wonderful I'm sure you can resonate with that there's just some mm-hmm. conversations that you just don't want to end and so you just don't end and so it was getting progressively darker and darker and darker and the thing about this campground I don't know if it was just like a unpopular wing that we were in or, or what was the deal but it was populated but just not not really Like, it was, like, a a tent or so, like, every five or six spaces. And so it wasn't, like, particularly bright or lit up very well. And that's when things started to get weird for me. Because that was when I was, like, actually seeing these lights showing up, like, in the distance. And, like I said, I'm not sure what was going on there but I still can't explain this. And there was a kind of spirit, if you will, because fairies are a kind of spirit. Um, That was another thing that I learned is that many cultures just kind of, they loop them into like the ghost category. And there's a subcategory called a wisp. And it's like essentially a ball of light And it can manifest as multiple different colors. And some people say it's a good thing and some people say it's a bad thing. No, I didn't feel anything negative from seeing these weird manifestations of light. It wasn't something that freaked me out. I didn't feel like I was in danger. It was just something very strange that I'd never experienced before. So that's something that's happened.
1: Wow, that's crazy.
0: It was, it was an it was an experience, and I think that that is something that is so beautiful about exploring these different topics is whether or not at the end of the day you want to put stock into any of this stuff. It's completely up to you, Mm -hmm. but it's so it's so much fun to learn about it because it opens your mind up to an entire world that you wouldn't otherwise probably see.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just exciting to think that it could possibly be a real.
0: I completely agree. I completely agree. Because at the end of the day, I actually, <laughs> I found myself thinking about this last night. It's kind of funny that we're talking about this. I say that like I didn't know this was
1: scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, but I wasn't going
2: to say anything. Like, come on, Beth. <laughs> We are doing this.
0: <laughs> Funny that I find myself here. <laughs> anyway, um, I was standing outside last night, and it was the first time <laughs> our listeners going to think are going to think I'm such a dork, but I don't stay up past eight thirty. It, it's very rare that it happens. And we went out with some friends last night, and I was actually out until probably about 10 o'clock, and I found myself outside kind of looking looking at the stars. And <laughs> I'm a very sentimental person. I, I'm very sensitive, and I, I like to take it all in. And it's so beautiful this time of year in Wisconsin, and it was just one of those nights where you could see everything and our friends actually live on an island and it's it's kind of it's more dim near where they live than in the city and you can really see you can really see the stars and I was outside by my car waiting for my husband to come out and I found myself just looking up at the stars and thinking to myself how can we be the only things that exist. Mm-hmm. I say this, and my ear is ringing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I didn't even know that was possible, but it is. Um,
1: well, like you said before, it's so egotistical of us to think we're the only ones here.
0: Yes, yes, and I think that that is a trap that is so easy for humans to fall into. Is really, we think on it's it's very easy to fall into a pattern of thinking that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, I think about the massive amount of damage that we've done to the ecosystems that belong to this planet and how it is so easy for man to write it off and to say that it doesn't matter, you know, or or to put it, you know, in the back of their head and and not care. And it all kind of hit me last night in in a be- it, in just a, in a beautiful wave, even though those those realizations aren't necessarily beautiful. they're beautiful in the way that I realized it, you know? And mm-hmm. it wasn't that these are are truths that I haven't consciously realized before, but it was like almost like a reawakening of this within me. And I I feel it. I really do. I, I can feel it. I can feel a newfound appreciation. I feel a newfound respect. And learning about this, you know, folklore, you know, take it for what it is, it's expanded my consciousness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it really has. And I think that in of itself is really beautiful.
1: I agree. I love that.
0: Well, that's what I have for you, Hannah. Thank you so much for being such an attentive listener.
1: Thank you for teaching me. And I'm, thank you for everybody who's listening to this. Um, like we said before, this is kind of like a new theme of episode that we're going to be throwing in every once in a while, something that's kind of really down the rabbit burrow that not a lot of people know about. So stay tuned for future episodes. Who knows what we'll delve into uh, and like we said, we don't know if fairies are real or not. So, you know, take it for what it is. Go and do some research. Like, we'll set, like we said before, we will have some links in the description of this episode. So you can do some more research yourself and decide. Um, but yeah, thank you again. Um, head on over to our magazine if you haven't yet. It's at www.deerenlightened1.com.
2: And be sure to check that out. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.